if they're yeah. trying to run their business off their phone in between things and all the stuff, then then they're already a little bit behind. Our expo is just like anything else. You're going to get out of it what you put into it. But all you have to put into it is your attention. All right, everybody, thank you so much for coming to this episode of In the Den. Today, I have a very special guest, a man that you might know from all of his work in real estate uh, with the Pest Expo in uh, the Southern United States, Mr. Todd Kirschville. Todd, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be a part of y'all's podcast. Yeah, it's great to have guys like you because, you know, we're a home services-based marketing company, right? And a big part of that whole, you know, just industry is just the pest side of things. And I know that we're going to be at the Pest Expo coming up in the uh, in the next month here in June. But before we kind of get into all that and what it's going to be about, can you tell everybody a little bit about yourself personally and maybe a little bit about how you got into this kind of space? Absolutely, man. I appreciate it. Thank you all so much for having us. And I want to start off by saying thank you so much for being one of our big sponsors at Pest Expo 2023. We're excited to have you guys. And this is the kind of thing we're looking to offer to our membership and those attendees that are non-members. Um, so my name is Todd Kirchville. I'm the executive director of the Texas Pest Control Association. And the Pest Control Association in Texas is managed by a management company. So I happen to own the management company, which I started some years ago. Uh, I started my career off at the legislature in Texas, working my way through the different processes, the House and the Senate, to where I became chief of staff of appropriations in charge of the state's budget. Uh, when I got out, I decided to lobby like a lot of people, but found that that's not as fun all the time and started this management company. I was so fortunate to get hooked up with the Texas Pest Control Association and became their executive director in 2018. Uh, and so from there, we what we try to do is just look at Texas Pest Control Association in a very different light. My past experience showed and kind of my, my age and coming in, I was a little bit younger guy comparative to a lot of the people that were in, in had been in leadership and on the board. And I just had this real belief that if we've always done it that way, then we should never do it that way again without really scrutinizing, is it the best way? And so we have just been so fortunate to have a very receptive board at the Texas Pest Control Association that allows us to really jump into some great things and lead, be the industry leader in Texas, not only for advocacy, but also for all things in the pest control world. And so it's an exciting time for us. It has changed my company in ways that I never could have imagined. But the biggest thing I enjoy about it is I'm a guy that grew up in agriculture in the ranching community. And the pest control industry is a lot like agriculture. It's very family oriented. It's not uncommon at all to see two guys stand there and once, you know, the father or grandfather and then the next generation that's running the company. And you can oftentimes see the next generation coming up. So that's how I kind of got into it and just love it. Yeah, it's great. It's a good business to be in. You guys are doing a lot of cool stuff for people in that industry too. And one of the things is the the expo that's happening next month, right? Uh, it seems like it's a more intimate setting for really any kind of business growth opportunities, maybe one-on-one, like coaching is probably the wrong word, but really facilitating interaction between all these different owners, right? Um, oh, I, absolutely. It's a, it's a very unique opportunity and it's only our second year. And I think that's extremely important. Uh, it was born out of a conversation and I'm not sure who your listeners are, so I hope this doesn't offend them, but myself and another guy were having a little maker's mark in a bar in Colorado. <laughs> and we decided we got to do it different. And yeah. we started having the conversation about value back to our membership and value and efficiency of the association. 
And so we were hosting at the time like nine or 10 different meetings across the state and just realized, you know, we were offering the same thing everybody else was, the, the state law regulated, mandated, continuing education stuff. And yeah. we kind of thought, what's different? And obviously with our partner, the National Pest Management Association, I'm sure y'all are very aware of, they offer a large expo, pest world, moves around. It's a great, great show. And we kind of stole their idea just a little bit. And we created that here in Texas. We were a little bit delayed with the pandemic and all the nonsense. But in 2022, we decided let's take a chance. We leased 56,000 square feet of convention floor in Fort Worth, Texas. And in our first year, we brought, you know, together between exhibitors and vendors, you know, almost 300 people. We had 45 plus vendors in our first year. And so we've created an opportunity, yes, for that big trade show experience, but also for a number of very intimate opportunities for mentoring, to be mentored, coaching, opportunities to learn without the, okay, we're just going to teach you about termites because the law says you need to learn about termites. Yeah. Yeah. I think when you're, you know, the way we kind of got hooked up to is one SEO, we do a lot of trade shows. We're big on the trade show circuit home services. And we looked at the the national pest one that you had just mentioned. Mm-hmm. And we not and we do we love our big trade shows that we go to. We get a lot of business. We help their members grow as well. But we were thinking, like, why don't we take a step back and look at something a little bit more intimate for an industry like pest control? Um, because there's such there's a lot that goes into it, right? Not just from like termites and rodents and things, but like the way people kind of operate and run their businesses. Absolutely. So something like Something like you guys um, for the Pest Expo for next month was a no-brainer for us. But for other pest guys out there, you know, especially in the Southwest, what what do you kind of think makes it, aside from what you just you know said, which was awesome, what, what do you think makes it like a must-attend for them? Like, why do they have to go there? We're, we're bringing every – so let's talk just a second about just our exhibitors. You know, let, let's take yeah. one SEO, for example. You know, these guys have realized, and, and they – the pest control industry is full – of great entrepreneurs, risk takers, and and they are busy guys running busy companies. You take one SEO and the services that y'all provide, and this is going to be changing for these businesses. This is going to take their business from here to here. No doubt. Without Pest Expo, they're going to get their information online. They're going to look it up. They're going to look, well, what about this? Maybe have a conversation with somebody over the phone. Nothing. I know we're in the digital age and I'm down with it. Nothing is better than face-to-face handshake. And we have brought somebody from every segment of the pest control industry together in Fort Worth, Texas, from suppliers to equipment providers to marketing companies just like yourself to try to help these businesses grow. On the other side of that, for our vendors, though we appreciate and these companies wouldn't make it without the technicians and the people out there doing the work. We've really catered this to the owners and managers, the decision makers within the industry. So we are trying to bring to our exhibitors the folks that can say, let's move to the next level. Let's take this to the next step and try to be efficient with our vendors time, but also our owner manager time as well. Yeah, I think that's awesome. And networking is a huge part of this kind of stuff. We've already touched on it briefly. Here, but when you're thinking about, you know, networking and something like this, what makes a show good often or a show no matter the size of it, is the kind of opportunities that are getting facilitated right. by the people running the show, right? So I know that, for instance, with SEO, we're going to do, I know we're going to get to talk a little bit in the beginning of the show, and I know we're going to have like a kind of a coffee roundtable thing, but what other kind of opportunities are going to be there for attendees that they should really think about? I mean, being we've got of? from the traditional 
networking opportunities. We've got, as you mentioned, the coffee, the round table, the coffee round table. We've got a welcome reception, the opening night. Now we've got a VIP dinner that's sold out quick. That is, we're going to a nice restaurant in downtown. The ambiance and everything is awesome. It was a yeah. huge success last year. But also, we believe if you got two people sitting next to each other that don't know each other, that's a networking opportunity. And that's what oh. we've tried to do. But one of the things we've tried to do that it's unique for a state association. It's not unique for your national organizations because they've mastered this. Your state associations, we have invited not only just the surrounding states around Texas, which for all those folks who listen to your podcast who haven't aren't familiar with Texas, it's a big ass state. So we got a lot, a lot of states <laughs> that touch Texas. But we've also got folks coming from Arizona. We've got some people from New Jersey coming. We've got people both vendors and operators from around the United States coming together. So that yeah. opportunity for networking is there. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy that you said people from New Jersey, because I, I grew up in Philadelphia and I went to high school in South Jersey. I live in Jersey again now. Um, a lot of past people out there too. So you really have people coming from across the country there. So someone in New Jersey might have something different to offer, of course, than someone in Texas and vice versa, right? Um, and that, that in itself is an educational opportunity. What kind of so what kind of classes breakouts are going to be happening there? Like what what should people look forward to in that respect? We've we brought a wide variety, something for everybody. So we obviously have our technical side, and that is the industry things. How can I go out and be a better bug killer? How can yeah. I do these things? And so when we think that's important, that's extremely important. The, just the IT world is changing pest control when you talk yeah. about remote monitoring and those types of things. And so I think it's important to provide that type of information to our attendees. But we are also are finding that our attendees are in really need and want of the business side of it. You know, we've got guys that are running enormous companies. And then we've got a man that's running you know, a lot of probably 50 percent of the membership of TPCA is between one and four man operators. And so they may be great at killing bugs. They may this, but they may not have as much background in accounting or bookkeeping yeah. or, or some of the different things. It's, it's unlikely that a big risk comes to your company from killing bugs. It's highly likely that a major risk could come and cripple your company through some type of mismanaged and unintentional business practice. And so we're trying to bring those business practices also to our people. Last year, our business section was our highest attended in the deal. We are also bringing, though, on the on the pest treatment side, Mr. Bobby Corgan in the in the pest control world. He's he's like saying George Strait's name in the music business. World renowned, famous, coming in to talk, couldn't ask for anybody better. And then on the business side, we're bringing in McFarland Stanford that's going to break down and do some keynote speaking, as well as we've got a guy coming in, Chris Ross, fabulous speaker that's really going to talk about community, how you get involved. But also it's going to talk about if you want to, if you want to achieve great things, you've got to be willing to put your shoulder to the wheel and work your tail off to make it happen. And so we're really bringing a cross section. Now, one of my favorite, Bernie, and I apologize, I go too long on some of this stuff, ah, is we, rip. we've got an economist, Ray Perryman, coming. And in Texas, Mr. Perryman is somewhat of a famous economist. He is a gentleman that is going to give an overview of where not only Texas is going economically, but where the country's going and how, and how that affects all segments. 
Mr. Perryman comes in and doesn't claim to be an expert in pest control. He's an expert in the economy and how those things affect our lives. Last year, he was absolutely a huge hit. And we didn't intend on having him back again, only because we wanted to offer something new until we started getting calls. Hey, I want to register, but is Dr. Perryman coming? Is Dr. Perryman coming? So we're really trying to scratch that 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 itch for people on every level of, of wanting to be educated. Yeah, I think that's awesome. A lot of, and I got excited when I heard you say business, right? Just running the business, the business growth. A lot of times these guys go to trade shows and they're just getting smacked in the face left to right with vendors, buy this, buy that, sign up here, do this, free this. But really one of the biggest benefits you get when you come away from a trade show, or that I, at least that what I've heard from people that I speak to, is the kind of insights you get on better running your business. You mentioned accounting, um, reading a P&L, um, costs, marketing and advertising, those kinds of things are what people really come back with as opposed to new vendors. There's a bit of a state, not a stigma, but there's a thought process that there's a failure to implement when people come back from shows a lot of times, but that's because there's too much shit to deal with. You know what I mean? There's too much I stuff. Agree. There's too much stuff from like the, the vendor, like, what am I going to buy everything? But what you can implement is the thoughts that you get and, or the, uh, the ideas you get from different thought leaders or being able to play in some insight from an economist into how you're going to run your business, or do projections in the future. So that's really from where I'm sitting, a key benefit for a show like yours and one that's going to be as small as like it's going to be. Bernie, I, I'm going to tell you, we, you and I are really aligned. If you go buy that great new gadget that you find at a trade show, and that's awesome. That's badass. But yeah. then you have to figure out how that's going to work into your business. Go become a better accountant. Go understand the legal implications of a non-compete clause. Go oh, yeah. make sure that you understand why today digital marketing is far surpassing the other kinds and how you need to be a part of it if you want to be in a growth business. You can implement that regardless of where you are in your company. How yeah. No matter how big or how small you are, you can knock that out of the ballpark. And if we're not offering that, we're leaving people behind. A hundred percent, man. And like we can go there. Well, like we're going to have a great time. It's going to be a nice dinner. We're all going to have good times together. But at the end of the day, everybody's there because they want to grow. They want to do better for themselves and their families. A lot of them want to exit the generational wealth, you know? There's no better place to take a first step in doing that or to continue your journey than it's something like your guys' expo, I think, anyway, personally. Well, I agree with you. Thank yeah. you for saying that. Yeah, um, no doubt, man. And I think, too, when you're when you're looking at going to an expo like yours, it's going to be a small – like, you know, when you go to a big show, some of the things you have to think about is, okay, I know there's going to be an entire floor of vendors. I got to I gotta just seek out the couple things I need, advertising, um, you know, fleet wrapping, whatever it is. What are some tips that you have for someone attending this expo to how to get the most out of it? Let's say it's a, just a standard like a company, three to five million or one to two million, whatever it is. How should they be approaching this? What mindset should they bring into the show? First off, I want them to come in and I want them to be present. If they're yeah. trying to run their business off their phone, in between things and all the stuff, then, then they're already a little bit behind. Our expo is just like anything else. You're going to get out of it what you put into it. But all you have to put into it is your attention. Our trade show floor is impressive for a second year, but it's also very manageable. You can make the trade show and talk to every vendor and have not spent your entire time there. It's just, and 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 yes, we want to grow with our vendors, but we don't want to get beyond the opportunity that if somebody can come in, they got one day, one day they can take away. I want them to be able to get the very best bang for their buck, but it starts with one, being present. Two, Pick those classes that you need that are the things that you need today. I would try to stay away from the shiny objects and really go for the things that when you're sitting at your desk by yourself and you think this is the thing that I need to try to figure out. 
If we're offering a class on that, go to that. Third, yeah. and I think most important, if somebody is different than you, they work in a different part of the state, they work in a different part of the country, introduce yourself to them, meet them, make that connection. Because, you know, if, if you've got two operators in Austin, they, they may be a little reluctant to share with each other because they may be a little bit afraid of the market and they don't want to give up any market. But when you've got somebody from Arizona there or you've got somebody from Dallas, Fort Worth and you're in Houston and you're not fighting for the same market, that is a hell of an opportunity to capture and learn from somebody. Experience yeah. is the best teacher. It doesn't necessarily have to be our own personal experience, but experience will always be the best teacher. So capitalize on it. Yeah, that's great. Those are three great things too, especially on the experience side and the kind of the idea sharing and, you know, any kind of business, like every, there's a lot of gurus out there and whatever business coaches, but some of the best feedback you get is just one-on-one -on -one interactions with people like you, where you kind of share ideas or, Hey, I'm having trouble with X, Y, and Z. What do you do for this? Even when you jump into different Facebook groups, you see contractors just sharing ideas all the time. So I think doing it in person is awesome. And I think that kind of parlays into another thing that I want to just touch on with you here. I don't want to take up all your time, um, but when we're thinking about people that go to the show, are there any success stories? I know it's just the second year. Is there anything from last year, like any success stories that you might be able to share with the audience? I can. You know, it is only our second year. And so, you know, the, the company line is that, you know, we're, that story is yet to be told. Those experiences are yet to happen because we are only in year two. But let me tell you something about year one. We had a young man. We offered a technician class. Uh, take your two required hours so you can go take your exam and, and get out there and become a technician. Through that, he didn't have a job. He didn't have a company to go to work for. He was just there taking the initiative. He sat down at breakfast with a company. And as if I understand it right, when he left there, he had a job. That's, I mean, I'm not that smart, but hell, that's networking, <laughs> that's networking in action. That's incredible. That's incredible. The other thing that I think is a success story is we were able to sit back and watch people who can't always get to some of the bigger shows due to the expense of, you know, it's expensive to go to Boston. It's expensive to go to some of these other places. And I'm not knocking MPMA for that because they are, they are providing that service to a wide variety of people and they do a great job at it. Not everybody can get away for that long. We watched people that had never attended a pest world, had never attended one of these major shows, make time to come to our show and then walk up to us afterwards and say, thank you so much for creating this opportunity. I'll see you next year. That to us is the best success story for us taking a risk and, and taking a chance on doing this. Yeah, I think that's great. I think one of the, I hope so, more success stories are going to come from this year, especially with uh, us going to be there. I know that we're going to look to get some, some people signed up with us and be more successful online because there's a lot of opportunity there for pest control on the internet, um, especially in a place like Texas um, where there's just, like you said, you're coming from a ranching background. You know exactly what it's like. You know exactly what residential pests are like. And you know that what these guys need often is kind of not a kick in the ass necessarily, but like a new idea about how to grow because everybody wants more money, right? Everybody wants more jobs. One of the best ways to do that is online. So we're looking forward to being there. Um, Todd, any final thoughts for the audience? I know that I really appreciate you being here with us today. We're looking forward to getting this out in front of anybody, but is there anything else that you want to kind of get in front of everyone? Yeah, I want to close with a couple of things. One, thank you so much again for your sponsorship. Y'all are a gold level sponsorship at the Texas Pest Expo 2023. And dude, that's incredible to us 
because there's all kinds of different services out there. But listen, if you can't get your services and your message out there, then it, you're, you're going to fall flat. If, if, my, if my largest space is my neighborhood that I'm advertising in, then the guy that can go two neighborhoods away from me is going to beat me. Y'all are going to solve that problem for people, and we're excited to have you there. Secondly, we were so excited to be on this podcast, and I think you're, this is probably going to make me famous. And so, you know, I want to remember everybody before it does. We're offering a 10% discount to all of your viewers of this podcast to come to our Pest Expo. If they just get online to text our TexasPestExpo.com, T-X-P-E-S-T-E-X-P-O.com, and type in P-E-S-T-1-0, Pest-10, in the, in the promotion deal, they'll get 10% off that. Um, yeah. we, we hope that we can do this podcast again and bring you more and more success stories. But we appreciate you guys entering into the pest control market because they're, for everywhere there is a rooftop, there is a need for pest control. And as we become more populated and closer and more condensed, the need for pest control grows more and more. And the very best companies out there are going to be the ones that treat their customers like they're A1, regardless of whether they've got a 1,000-square-foot home or a 100,000-square-foot home, and two, they're able to get their message out there, and that's what y'all are going to help them with. And we're really happy to partner with One SEO, and we appreciate the time. It's our pleasure, brother. And I know that you're that's an awesome deal you're giving out, that 10%. I'm going to do something too, not to outshine you. I'm not trying to do that, but just to add on to that. If somebody does go and register through this podcast with that code, I'm going to give them their first month of PPC management with one SEO for free. So they sign up, they'll get a free month of PPC. Um, I'll have something different for people at the show when we get there, but that's one that we're definitely willing to do right now. That's what partnership's all about, Bernie. That's yeah. that's what's going to make it move forward and make it, make it successful. I can't thank you all enough. If you're ever down here in Austin, Texas, come see me. But if not, I'll see you in June every year in Fort Worth, Texas. I love it, brother. Uh, we'll see you soon. I'll see you next month uh, in uh, Oz, right? That's right. Hey, bring your gear. We'll train. I got you, brother. All right. All thanks, right. everybody. We'll see you soon. See you, man. Bye-bye.